Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is September 2nd, 2020. It is a Wednesday. We are on our way into the first makings of fall, even though I think in Southern California we have a few more heat waves to get through, and one of them is coming this weekend. It's amazing. People don't realize they come to California in June because they think, oh, it's summer. But it's not summer in June here. Maybe towards the end of July until the middle of October is really our summer. This is when it's super hot. This is when the sun comes out super early. Otherwise, we have like gray May and June gloom, and and that kind of spills over into July, although this year things have been a little off from the usual. That's pretty much the story. But I did today want to talk about something about being in relationships, I get so many letters about what's going on in relationships. And sometimes I think, gosh, we keep jumping into places that may frustrate us, that may feel like we're hitting a wall, that we can't control, but we say, but I love them. I'm going to stay. Like they're the sacrificial lamb or the martyr. And then I thought, Why are we in relationships? What do we want? We get in and we get this person's set of circumstances, their entire life's work, and now it's our life's work. Why? Oh, they have issues. Oh, they've had these challenges. And we come up with a way to sugarcoat without paying attention, at least in the beginning, to what we're doing or why. Is any relationship better than no relationship just to be in a relationship? Why are we meant to feel weird If we're not dating somebody or married, why does that make people look at us differently or feel sorry for us or feel envious of us that we're not in a relationship? The basic reason we are in relationships is because It increases our emotional part of us. It builds us. It grows us deeper. We go into them believing they will create greater stability in our life or create a stability in our life because we are taught that if you're in a relationship, you are more stable. 
We do learn how to be a good friend or partner. And we believe that we have someone to count on and trust when we need another person or we need to vent or face challenges. So we have this perception that a relationship makes us stronger. And in many ways it can. But we have to understand our selection process and why we even want to be there in the first place. Why is it so important? Because we believe it's vital to our mental and emotional well-being, our survival, and a positive relationship that can be shared by any two people. There is support and encouragement and help. But what if that doesn't exist there? What if there's issues that are unresolved and now you have just adopted somebody else's subset of their issues and they have adopted yours? Do you have a healthy way of addressing those issues? Because we all know what a healthy relationship should be like. In a lot of relationships, until we get to the one we want to stay in, for whatever reasons we want to stay there, you have to ask yourself once you're there, is this somewhere I can stay? One of the best reasons to stay with the person you love is because you love them. Because if you don't, love them purely, everything else is going to get in the way. And you are going to be saying things like, well, relationships are hard. Well, I'm doing this for us. And you're now the soldier warrior who's going to care of it all. Arguments and fights and hard times don't make a relationship. What makes a relationship is the love because without that fuel, everything else is, is going to be a deal maker or a breaker. If you do this, I'm gone. If you do that, I'm gone. If you ever say this again, I'm gone. If you ever hit me again, I'm gone. That's what happens. If you really love the person, you will be happier in the long term going through the ebbs and flows if you decide to stay in the relationship. Because you'll turn around and say, I knew this was real. I always did. I fought for the love. I fought for the relationship. I didn't fight for them. I didn't fight for myself. Because once we do that, we're just addressing our own injuries or trying to fix somebody else's. It's very interesting. Why are we so attracted? Men are so different than women, but now our our sexes are meshing. We have men who feel like they're women and women who feel like they're men. We have we are becoming in in some ways completely genderless. Where love is love is love, it's just the relationships that are different. 
And there are different types of relationships, and sometimes we confuse the other relationships with romantic, pure romantic relationships. Because we have family relationships, we have friendships, we have, you know, acquaintance, acquaintanceships. And we have romantic relationships. So it's kind of interesting that we believe that love is like involuntary. Oh, well, I ran into them and I fell in love in a minute. Like, it happened to me. But love in truth is the actions we take. I cannot tell you how many times I met a woman, a woman, because I, I, I've met a couple of men in this category, but mostly women who come to me and tell me how they've just had this great meeting with this guy and they cannot get off the phone without each other and they can't and they just met that's a huge red flag huge red flag it's so red that it pulsates because anybody's great in the beginning but when i hear about love bombing i'm like okay in two weeks or two months i am going to get a call to say he changed He's different now. He was paying so much attention to me, and now he's not. It's not about butterflies alone. Love is when we put our actions behind our words and behind our feelings. Otherwise, we're going to have this gap between what we see and what is happening. And I have to say, sometimes you find that gap right after you just got married in a whirlwind romance. That's why people you hear about that get married two weeks after they've met get divorced. I know someone who got married quickly and literally broke up right after they got married. I mean, it was probably 24 hours because marriage is supposed to guarantee love to us. And there's something that Christ wrote through me in Original Love, the book Original Love, about how marriage doesn't guarantee love. A lot of us want to show how much we are in love by doing the actions that people who are really in love do, like getting married. And we we put it on the fast track. We want it to happen in 10 minutes, if not faster. Because this is happening to us. But if we don't have the actions behind it, why are we there? So, of course, I ask Christ. I I love asking. And I'm realizing that when we are looking, when we feel lonely, never, ever forget this. There's this Arabic saying. I've said it before, but I need to say it again. The starving soul will get full on the peel of an onion. Because you can't taste the onion until you're two peels in. That first one is tasteless, but we'd be like, wow, I'm full. Look, I'm eating the onion. 
You can't even taste the onion. Anything else in life, a healthy, loving relationship, needs these certain ingredients. Just like if you want to make bread, you have to have some kind of flour or you're not going to have bread. You can't just have all the other things you need, the water, the yeast, the salt, and the sugar, which are other things you need to make bread. But without the flour, you can't make the bread. And these things are the flour. And I know this one is the hardest to attain to, but we're learning that it's very important, and that's self-love. We are made of love. Injured or not, we are made of love. And no matter who our parents are, no matter what weird they've done to us, for the most part, there's a part of us that always loves our parents. And we have to start with that purity to understand ourselves because they were our first effect. And how we loved and were in our relationship with our parents, we will find someone who seems familiar to that kind of setting and we will bring them into our lives because we already know how to deal with that personality. We already recognize that personality, which gives us comfort. But self-love is the single most important relationship that you can have and need to have to some extent to be able to share love with another human being. We went through a rash of divorces in our time. Now it's not the same. Now people just separate, they know what to do. The old cliche is becoming less and less prevalent because we're growing, we're evolving. But there was a time where people were married that wanted to get out, but it wasn't socially acceptable, so they stayed and they felt prisoners. And that all of a sudden, and it all started with how they got in. Because being in love with being in love may have been the reason. And when that happens, the being in love with being in love starts to fade when the actions and the love that we were looking for don't match. The second most important thing in a health relationship that has behind it, that has actions behind it, is respect. Anyone who respects us somehow never vanishes from our lives. Did you ever notice that? When we are respected in any relationship gives us a strong enough energy exchange to stay. Without that respect, if someone starts putting you down, what do you do? You clamp up. You start to hide. You wonder why you're there. You don't know if you should leave. When somebody from the outside coming in and looking at that would say, what the heck are you doing there? And you'd be like, well, you know, we're tied up financially or we're tied up this way or our families. 
when we start giving reasons why we need to be there, and none of them say, I love him or her, that means the respect is gone. Every time there's a conversation between those two souls, the back end of it is either justification for not being there or justification for staying a little longer. So respect is key. Even on my page, just on social media, someone I don't know, and they're disrespectful. That lack of respect, I have a list of probably 55 or more people now that I blocked off my page. And it wasn't because I didn't like what they were saying or I may have disagreed with what they said. I can disagree all day long. But I will not live in disrespect because I don't accept it for myself from me. So why would I let someone else just come in guns a-blazing and be disrespectful? And I give them a chance and I support them and I respond to them. Some get more disrespectful for that. And the ones that accept it, the respect, not my point of view, but the respect, I can live with. I don't have to be the same as everybody. I can live with what people have to say, but I will not accept disrespect. Because once we've gone into that realm Give me an uphill scenario for that. Once respect is gone, what do you have left to hold on to? Because without respect, you cannot have trust. Passion is gone. Your body may be able to do whatever you want it to do, but the passion is gone. That feeling that you're a team, that you're one, out the window. If somebody were to ask me what is the most important thing past loving somebody, really loving someone, not needing love, but truly loving another human being, it has to be respect. Because without it, nothing else has a chance to to survive. So going back to Christ, why are we in relationships? Because I did start with men are very different, women are very different, but we are somehow, we have a blend of humans, of souls that are both. They feel their body is one sex and they feel like another. Why? Why do some people attract to the same sex? They're all relationships, legitimate relationships to God. They're nothing, nobody is illegitimate to God. We have decided to say and speak about everybody. But we are not God. All seek relationships. I know many people who are same-sex relationship people. They, they like the same sex and have never had a relationship with someone from the same sex. Yet, but that's their identity. That's what's important. 
is how we identify. I know people who are boy-girl relationships, and they also have not had a relationship yet, and they may be well into their 20s, maybe even early 30s. But the identification is their compass. And they have enough self-love, believe it or not, because they are our best examples of self-love. Say who they are, to be who they are. That's why I have so much respect, because of the self-love. And that self-love is what gives us the wings to dream and want and be in a relationship. It goes back to sharing. How we treat ourselves is how we will treat others. And the care we give to our lives is the care we will share with others. Anyone who might be in quotes, different to other humans, is forced to explain themselves to themselves because they're saying, well, where do I find love? Where do I find a relationship? And everyone who has a slight difference is here to teach us that love, to show us that love is love is love. We are in relationships because we are natural lovers. It's the only thing that makes us want to seek others. It's the only thing because pure attraction will change all the circumstances around it. The energy of pure attraction, you are attracted Now you are willing, if you never thought to jump from an airplane and the other person says, God, I always wanted to do that, let's do that. You're like, yeah, let's do that. It may scare you to death, but you're going to try because you love and respect and trust that person. They bring us to a point growing past the love we know and deepening it, and strengthening it. It is in our nature to seek each other out. That is why none of us come knowing everything. That is why we attract to certain people. Because there are things that we may recognize in ourselves that we know they've done. There may be things that are missing in us and we know it's missing in them. So we feel a connection. Sometimes it's instant. Sometimes it grows on you, someone you see at work every day. Or you're in school and you see them every day. But it all goes back to us being love. God is love. We are love. God gave us free will out of love because God knows that the love that we have is enough for us to do everything we want to do. We just have to understand that love 
And that is why self-love is the most important part of any relationship we have. Think about when you get mad at someone. A lot of times it's just something that you know they're doing because you've done it. Or you are doing it and you don't want to admit it and you see them do it and then boom, they are going to get it. Because that self-love is injured and that injury needs a forum and that forum wants to heal you. And if there's enough love there between the two of you, the action of love, the other person may say, Instead of, wow, are you messed up? Or, oh my God, I can't believe you feel that way. Well, I hate you too. If the other person has gone through it and they love you, they will say, wow, I I didn't know that you were that hurt. Because I know that you love me. And what you just said, I know you don't mean. I don't need to take it for truth. But maybe you should ask yourself why you needed to say that. Why you needed to try and push me away so that you don't get love that you may deserve. Because I love you. So an attack like this is unwarranted. When you come back with that kind of understanding and that kind of respect, you just put one big brick to hold up that house you're going to be living in. Because now the next brick is trust. And the next brick is openness. And the next brick is that deepening sense of passion. Not just sex, but passion. Passion is different than what our bodies can do. Passion is deep inside. It's when you look at each other. It's when you talk to each other. It is when you go to bed at night, when you wake up in the morning. Passion never goes away. It's not acted on all day long, but it never goes away. And that's why I only talk about self-love behind every single thing we do, including the relationships we choose and why we have them. And it doesn't matter who you are, how you perceive a relationship, or why you may want, you will get a relationship at the level you understand love. And even if you feel you don't understand love, always come in with respect for yourself and for others because never forget that how we treat ourselves gives everyone else the roadmap of how to treat us. If someone doesn't care about themselves, Someone else doesn't care if they call them on time, if they know what they need, whatever it is, because that person's already said, hey, it's okay if you don't do this or that, because they know you don't care. 
But if you're in a relationship and somebody is disrespectful and you have to say, forget the problem, let's keep our respect intact for each other. Let's not tear each other apart because that part of me is torn apart. Let's acknowledge that maybe we're just torn apart and let's work on it. Bigger and better than anything we've ever known and we seek relationships to become that. You guys, my time is already up. I love you guys so very much. Please take care. Have a great Wednesday and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.